Hey, this is Paige, your host of the Synapses Midday Mindfulness, and today I have a little bit of a different episode for everyone. I have an interview with two fabulous SN members who were so kind to sit down with me and talk about the college application process. I think this episode is perfect for those who have just applied to college and those who are about to in the near future. So please enjoy my interview. Well, hello to my two incredible guests. Can you both introduce yourself and give us a little bit of context about your future academic endeavors? Hi, everyone. I'm Inchana Atreya, a high school senior from Mysore, India. I'm really passionate about the fields of psychology and linguistics and hoping to study those at university. Uh, right now, I am leaning towards either UCL or Warwick in the UK for my top university choices. Hi everyone, I'm Sasha. I'm a high school senior in San Antonio, Texas. Um, I'm hoping to study or major in neuroscience and gender studies um, at Harvard University. Thank you for having us, Paige. Of course, and um... I guess my little background, I am also a high school senior in Pennsylvania in the United States. I will be studying psychology with a pre-med focus at Columbia University next year. So we wanted to get together today and talk a little bit about the college process and why it can be so stressful and also how to deal with this idea of rejection or redirection. So if you guys can both go again, what colleges or universities did you apply to? And did you have an initial top choice? I applied to the University of Oxford, UCL, University of Edinburgh, Warwick, Glasgow, and then Toronto and Canada, and National University of Singapore, and one in India, which is Ashoka University. And my initial top choice was Oxford, but sadly, I didn't make it to that one. Yeah, and for me, I do not remember all the colleges I applied to. I think I applied to around 13 or 14 in total. Um, I tried to do as much of a variety as I could in terms of safety targets and reaches. So like for some like examples, for safety schools, I had like the University of Pittsburgh and the University of Texas at Dallas, which is a local school here in Texas. Um, for some targets, I had like the University of Michigan, which was a pretty high target, Case Western, um, and then for my reaches, I had Columbia University and Harvard, um, Columbia being my dream school. And unfortunately, I also got rejected from there. So that leads into my next question. Why were you both inspired to come on and talk about this topic of rejection today? Um, and even if it's not just rejection, why the idea of the college process and navigating it can be so difficult? I feel like I want to talk about this because everyone just talks about college applications and everyone wants to know where you applied and what your future plans are, but no one really addresses rejection and what people feel when they get rejected. And I feel like at the end of the day, it's that disappointment that you take out of the whole process. Obviously you get into a school that you wanna to go to and you end up going there, but maybe you didn't get into your top choice. And that certainly will stay with you for the rest of your life. And I feel like it eases the pain to talk about it. And maybe for some other listeners out there, it might help them get over their 
um, rejection, disappointment, to see that there are other people going through the same thing and feeling the same emotions as them. Yeah, completely echoing what Injuro is saying. I think, especially on YouTube and social media, it's very one-sided in terms of the stories you see, like the success stories. And I think college like acceptances and rejections, like this is like a universal experience for like seniors applying to schools. Um, and often we only focus on like success stories, which can be really damaging um, for like mental health and if you're rejected. And I feel like because as somebody who religiously watches like college decision videos and like I watch a ton of statistic videos while applying to college as well, um, it's really nice to have like um, a resource to go to like this podcast episode where you can hear people talk about very real stories about rejection um, and coming to terms with that and accepting that um, and like Paige was saying also using it as redirection. For sure so if either of you feels comfortable um, could you talk about an experience where you did experience that rejection whether that be from a college entirely a program an honors college etc. Yeah, so like I mentioned earlier, my top choice was the University of Oxford because I'm leaning towards going to the UK and they have the best psychology, philosophy and linguistics course. And I wanted to major in psychology and linguistics. Sadly, their acceptance rates are quite low. And even though I gave it my all, I didn't get accepted. And I feel like that was a huge disappointment because I felt like even my best efforts weren't good enough to get there. Yeah, adding on to what Intro was saying, um, I feel like self-worth or when you're going through the college application process, it's really easy to tie your self-worth to where you're getting in and where you're not getting in. Um, like Intro, I was also rejected, like I mentioned before, um, from my top choice school, which was Columbia University. I actually applied ED there, so the rejection came very early on in the process. It was very like discouraging for me for the rest of the application process um, because I was very focused on like writing or I was deferred ED so like writing letter of continued interest um, and having that like trying to maintain that hope throughout the process um, but I completely agree with intra in that it's something that is definitely like debilitating in the beginning because if especially if you put your all into it it feels like even your best is not enough which I think is completely valid um, when you're rejected from like your dream school or one of your top choices um, for me since it was very early on I really leaned on my family for support um, because obviously it was only December so a lot of the college application process was like still coming and I had to be prepared for that. Um, so I think one of the biggest things that I learned was to really reach out and not to isolate yourself when you go through rejections like that because it can be very difficult. Um, and people like your friends and family know exactly like how hard you've worked and can definitely help you get through that part of the um, experience. Definitely, I think in the COVID-19 world in which we live, it's very easy to kind of fold in on yourself in those times of rejection or stress even. Um, and I also think it's important, like Sasha was saying, not to tie your self-worth to college applications, right? And walk the fine line of not looking for validation from others, but reminding yourself that there are so many people um, that you interact with on a daily basis and that know your impact rather than uh, college admissions counselors who are only spending a small chunk of time with your application. 
So with that being said, which part of the application process, and um, this can differ country to country, so that would be interesting to speak on as well, but which part of the process do you think was most stressful or difficult and why? Um, for me, I think getting that rejection was the hardest part because echoing what Sasha said, this was one of the first unis I heard back from, and that discouraged the rest of my application process. And also, again, like what Sasha said, I really leaned on other people for support during that. So I got through it and I got through the rest of it quite okay. But also another really difficult part for me, this is a very personal one, was writing my personal statement for UK because I've done a majority of my schooling here in India, although I did live in the UK before. So writing a personal statement is something that every school kind of gives students pointers on in the UK. But I was at a complete loss being here because I didn't really have anyone to guide me. So I had to find out things for myself, go do all the research, talk to some people from there. And it was quite stressful. But all in all, I think I got through quite fine. Yeah, I was also going to say the same thing as Intra in terms of writing the personal statement. Um, the essay writing definitely came, was like the most difficult part for me, um, especially because I think all of high school, I was like consistently told like you need to learn how to package yourself um, and kind of present yourself in a very deliberate and like pointed way during the college application process um, if you're reaching for like top schools. And I think this like terminology and like this mentality of like packaging yourself in a very specific way is very stressful especially if you're like 17 or 18 years old um, and you don't really know what you want to do yet um, or how you want to like consolidate your life into like a couple hundred words it's very daunting and so like especially towards the beginning of the process I procrastinated a lot because I didn't know what I wanted to write about or how I wanted to package myself um, so I think that was the most difficult part of the application process for me um, and reflecting back on it now I think it's just better to think of the college application process as just you know, just being yourself as cheesy as it sounds, because if you just talk about what you're passionate about um, and like who you are as a person and not focus on like how you look to the admissions officer, it'll just come out naturally. And I wish I had had that mentality at the beginning because it would have saved a lot of stress and anxiety um, throughout like my process. Definitely agree. I know um, Columbia had a supplemental essay section where I had to answer, you know, several essay style questions, as well as these lists, as I'm sure Sasha remembers. Basically, these lists consisted of like favorite songs, podcasts, albums, um, movies, etc. And that was ironically the most difficult part of the um, that application in particular for me. I think I was in such a mindset of writing about my academic achievements or my extracurricular activities. And then so when they asked me to kind of write about what I do outside of all of that, I was at sort of a loss for words. So I think it's interesting how perhaps the college admissions process is evolving, especially with the COVID-19 pandemic. So going along with that notion, was there any sort of aspect of COVID or another part of life that was unexpected throughout the college process? And how did you deal with that setback or that interruption? 
Well, that's actually a really good question for me right now, because at the moment, I'm sure everyone's heard, India is not in the best of circumstances, and our exams have been postponed in a way indefinitely. We don't really know what's happening with them, and a lot of universities don't have a stand on what they're going to do about that, and when we're writing to them and saying we're not sure when our exams are, we're not sure when our grades are coming, they're saying that they can't really do much to help us, at least for another couple of weeks. So it's all very uncertain. And that's been a major setback for me because I'm not even sure if I'll have my scores on time to submit. And it's quite scary because we're not even sure if our exams are going to happen before, let's say, July. We're not sure if we're going to have our scores by then. So we're still dealing with it. What we're trying to do is just stay calm and hope for the best, but we're not too sure what's going to happen. Yeah, that's so incredibly difficult. And I'm sorry to hear that intro. I know um, how scary it is over there right now. And I hope you're staying safe. Um, I definitely kind of felt that uncertainty as well here in Texas, especially when we lifted um, the mask mandate pretty early on. Um, it just like I feel I guess this is like very unlucky since our college application process aligned like really well with the COVID pandemic and the different surges we had. Um, and a lot of our off Oftentimes I'd be like writing my essays and just thinking about how this felt so like insignificant compared to what was happening in the world. Um, and I think it was very difficult sometimes to focus on college applications when you felt like there was so many more important things happening and going on. Um, and so I think that was definitely something that hindered the college application process for me. And also since most of us were online and for me, I was completely online. I wasn't seeing my friends like on a daily basis. So it kind of felt isolating sometimes to be going through a process as rigorous and kind of emotionally demanding and draining as a college application, application process um, when you were at home all the time um, and everything was online. So I think that was also something that was, that took a toll on me during the college application process during COVID. Um, but also I think COVID kind of had some positive um, impacts on like my experience with the college with college apps. Um, and I like the first thing that comes to mind when I think about like some positive things is I definitely had more time to reflect on myself. Um, I had a, like, there was a lot more days where I wasn't doing anything. I didn't have as much homework. Um, and I was like in my room a lot in the beginning of the pandemic. So I had more time to just like brainstorm things that I wanted to write about in my essays. And I just had more time in general than I think I would have had if I were back in school um, and things were like exactly how they are supposed to be um, without the pandemic. So I think that definitely helps as well. Definitely. I think that obviously the pandemic has had so many negative consequences for all spheres of life at this point. Um, but that's important that you can also identify some of the things it's given you. And I think self-reflection is certainly one of them. And I imagine that that comes across in applications for college, as well as, you know, things like graduate school, jobs, et cetera. So my final question is if you could go back and tell your former self, this former self being, you know, beginning of senior year, you, what is one piece of advice that you would share going forward in this phase of life? 
Um, I would really like to go back and tell myself and well, everyone else out there who's going to be in this process that your best is always good enough. And as long as you give it your all, that's all that matters. It doesn't matter even if you get rejected because at least you can say I did my best. And it's always good to surround yourself with people who give you confidence, even in the worst of your moments, and not the people who kind of pinpoint and highlight what went wrong, and instead try to push you up and give you more confidence to do better things in the future. And getting rejected does not change who you are, it only can make you stronger. And for all you know, you'll probably end up in a place that was better for you than the place you got rejected from. Yeah, such amazing points, Indra, like basically just um, echoing exactly what Indra was saying. Um, I think something that I wish I would have known or kind of better understood at the beginning of the process was just to trust the process. Um, as Like what Indra was saying, like as long as you are putting um, all of your effort and energy into the application and you're really doing your best, um, having no regrets is kind of the most important thing, I feel like. And you'll end up where you're meant to be if you do try your best. And so um, just trusting the process, knowing that you will end up where you're meant to be and that rejection is so natural and it's something that comes with something as difficult as a college application process. Um, so just accepting that and coming to terms with that like in the moment and letting yourself feel those negative emotions as well um, is really important. I think, especially like when you feel, when that rejection is still fresh, allowing yourself to feel sad and to feel disappointed in yourself, because I feel like there's a lot of toxic kind of positivity out there surrounding um, college rejection as well. And I think it's really important to allow yourself um, that time to come to terms with that rejection. And that's completely natural um, as well. But yeah, everything that intro was saying, just trust the process, know that you'll end up where you're meant to be. Um, yeah. Beautiful. That was so, so kind and such a nice way to end off the episode. Um, Intra and Sasha, thank you so much for being here, sharing all of your experiences. And I, and certainly all of our listeners wish you the best of luck next year. Thank you so much, Paige, for having us. I had a great time talking to you both. Yep, same here. Thank you so much, Paige. And it was lovely talking to you as well, Sasha. Just wanted to end this episode by saying to all of the graduating seniors, no matter what your path looks like in the future, I am so proud of you for showing incredible resilience over this past year and a half. Y'all have impressed and done more than anyone thought we could have. And I am so proud to say that I'm a part of the class of 2021. I wanted to end this episode by just reminding everyone of how much you're loved and worthy. I have a small acrylic pin in the shape of a mirror. And the quote written on this pin is, to define is to limit, which is from author Oscar Wilde. I think this is incredibly important and fitting for the end of this episode because it's important to remember that we are not defined by the colleges we were or were not accepted to. No matter where you go in the future, you take your kindness, love, intelligence, and your potential, and that's the potential that's going to change the world. So congratulations once again, and thanks for listening to this episode of Midday Mindfulness.